saying that spiritual saying that it's just spirituality kind of eliminates that whole part that is so important to you and it's also like valuable to me but you've been feeling it really strongly which is culture community the people that we're with and our identity our our group the 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 connectedness we feel to other people and the empath, like our empathy and our collective Mm -hmm. grief um, when there's like horrible things happening that is Mm -hmm. also so transpersonal and it's not woo woo spirit spirit like but they're they're all part of the same thing and I think that that is such a to me such a unfortunate um, minimization of the idea of transpersonal when it's just about like non-ordinary states of consciousness it's like no what about Mm -hmm. the deep resonance we feel with people that are from like that have the same ethnic background as us or the same cultural background or like the same from the same location or just social locations all of these things ah confirmation chills whole body chills (laughs) (laughs) yes Thank you so much for saying that. The Always Be Podcast. Welcome. Hey, Avery. Hey, (laughs) Brenna. (laughs) Okay. First ever Always Be Podcast episode. For real. It's not like this is our second time recording it. No. First ever, first ever published. First to the ever, world. first ever. So, who are you? Hi, everyone. <laughs> I feel strange introducing myself when it's just the two of us, but I understand this will be shared. So, my name is Brenna. I am a transpersonal counselor, energy worker, healer, intuitive individual who is yeah and I'm dialing in from Big Island of Hawaii at the moment that is that what's what's your frequency what's your mood what's your vibe oh what is my mood and what is my vibe my vibe is there are people in my space today which is great and (laughs) I say which is great there are people in my space today and I am yeah, so I am feeling a little crowded. And I, yeah, so that's my personal vibe and my frequency for today. Okay. And all of that, all that comes with that, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, well, hello, everyone. My name is Avery. I am in Los Angeles, California. Hey, hey. Hello. Um, what is my frequency? What's my vibe? Ready. Nice. Yeah, my vibe is just ready to receive. Just patiently yes. waiting. Not actually very <laughs> impatient. Impatiently waiting and ready to receive <laughs> the assignment from ready source. And God, were we talking about power. were we Ready. talking about assignments yesterday? Because I literally had that come up, that word come up for me too. And I'm just trying to remember if that was we were because talking of about you. It in our, we were talking about it in our consultation group. 
Okay, then I definitely had assignment come up for me literally yesterday. Maybe it's just been around nice. in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Yes, it's, it is. We're waiting for our assignments. I am definitely just here for here for assignments. I'm here for it. Yeah. So, <sighs> welcome to the Always Be podcast where we talk Always about be. everything transpersonal. Transpersonal. And if you're confused by the word transpersonal, great news is that today we are going to be talking about what transpersonal is. So just stick around a little while longer and your questions will all be answered. Yes. (laughs) So this podcast will be a collaborative seeking of answers to questions related to mental health. Yeah. Between Brenna With our, and I. From our transpersonal perspective. Mm-hmm. I also said that. I said I was a transpersonal counselor. But then also Avery didn't mention that she's also a transpersonal counselor. That's why we're here together. I am, I am also a transpersonal counselor. <laughs> yep. We just yeah. transpersonal yeah. counsel all the time. <laughs> We're just still transpersonal in the transpersonal. <sighs> yes. Um, so the first thing I think about transpersonal everything, psychology, counseling, it's it's difficult to pin down. It's difficult yeah. to explain concisely and clearly because its nature is actually to be the opposite of that wait no I didn't understand what that meant what you meant it's nature is to be the opposite again oh like transpersonal is by definition and inexplicable it is just beyond it's beyond Mm. a simple explanation and a simple definition and a simple understanding because it in itself, the nature of what transpersonal counseling and psychology is, is to push outside of all of the boxes and the boundaries and go yeah. further than that and be out and yeah. be more than that. Yeah. So it's difficult to pin down and to name. Yeah. I think that that is – it's funny that you're even saying that because for some reason it never actually clicked for me in my brain – that is why it's been so challenging for us to describe essentially what we do because it happens outside of the realm of our intellectual explanations where we really just have metaphor at a certain point. And this is where we get into this realm of spiritual where we don't have the proper words or mental constructs and it's all just metaphor. And so but it's also beautiful, creative. It's it's beautiful and creative out there in the in this these other dimensional spaces. So yeah. That being said, our goal for today is there. There we have been having a challenge expressing because there is a need to express 
what we do to people. People are curious. They want to know. We really love the word transpersonal. I think it fits. So instead of trying to fit our vibe into a box that like is here, the word transpersonal really does describe it. There's just a lot of people who don't know what transpersonal means. So that's what this first episode is attempting to do to maybe we can set some foundations for describing. So essentially the question we're trying to answer collaboratively today is what is transpersonal psychology? And then kind of with that, how does that show up as transpersonal counseling? Mm-hmm. Does that sound, yeah. did I summarize the questions properly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should I start with that brief definition? Yeah. We thought that we would just start with like a, a couple short ones and then maybe expand. Yeah. So this says transpersonal psychology focuses on the mind-body connection, blending traditional concepts like behaviorism and humanism with philosophy, mindfulness, and mysticism. Hmm. So yeah, taking traditional psychological concepts like behaviorism and humanism and blending it with mysticism, mindfulness, spirituality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find when I summarize it, it's like that feels, I feel like I say a lot of times, essentially that. Yeah. Traditional psychology plus spirituality where they overlap in the Venn diagram is transpersonal psychology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a breakdown of the word transpersonal that I really liked. Do you want to share that? The one from our website or just yeah. the one that kind of comes from my brain? Okay. Because, yeah, trans means beyond and then personal essentially means the self so beyond the self would be the way of describing what we are working on and so that's like the short definition but then I like I think the idea of the quote-unquote self is actually a very dynamic definition which is why I think transpersonal psychology covers a lot of bases. Is this, is it, should I go into this now? <laughs> because it was, yes. I don't know what it is, do we but it I want to say, yeah. just the different levels of self. Yes. Go into it. Go into it. Yeah. So there's this, Ken Wilber wrote this really great paper or it's part of a book he wrote where he, breaks down the le- the levels of self and he talks about that at one le- like at the you know I don't know if it's the lowest level but there's the ego which is the part of self that we identify with and there's the shadow so the ego and the shadow are the two parts and the ego is like oh this is who I am and the shadow is like oh those are all those parts of myself that I don't want to look at and when you and like traditional psychoanalytic psychology seeks to kind of con- like just look at the shadow to have one fully formed like 
um, idea of self. And then the second phase is like when your ego and your shadow are together in your mind, it's like combining your mind with your body and a lot of like somatic and humanistic psychology and gestalt seeks to unify the mind and the body there's a lot of cool work being done about how our body holds our traumas and we can move them somatically. And so that is essentially like that second layer of like, quote unquote, self, the limited self is just in the mind and the totality of self is the whole organism, your mind and your body together. And then the next level is your total organism. And then the, in, like the, your environment your community, your, the collective that's around you. And when you expand beyond yourself to, to have your definition of self include your physical body and your whole environment, your whole community, that's what like Ken Wilber will call like the unity consciousness, but like Jung called it collective consciousness, like, and essentially in the past, this whole idea of like, we're all one, like we're all connected. This totality of organisms have been, hasn't really been confronted as much in psychology. It's been a lot of individualization. And so um, that is essentially a transpersonal psychologist or transpersonal counselors or therapists or whatever, if you're doing transpersonal work, I think it transcends and includes all of those dimensions. So you can work on illuminating the shadow, then working with the body, and then looking at the totality of our connection to everything. And it's all this one process of like extending beyond the self. So to me, transpersonal just transcends and includes everything that came before it. That was really well described. Beautiful description. <laughs> so well put. And I love the way that you described sort of the evolution of transpersonal psychology because it does inherently have a foundation of understanding the individual and the self and the ego and the relationship to self, which is very like, you know, Western, Western psychology. It's like, it's about your story, your childhood, your traumas, your experiences, your story, the stories you tell yourself, your limiting beliefs, whatever. And the element of transpersonal psychology is to work with that. Should we have just, yeah, I mean, we can have just like one moment of acknowledgement and I will just in this present moment acknowledge there were technical challenges. <laughs> So Brenna's just going to do a little energy work to just get unhook myself from any of the people that are around and any obligations and to just. Better. Yeah. Last night I drew the King of Cups card and was very resonant with it. I was like reading 
the description. It's like he's in full balance of his intellect and his emotion. And he is just like in his seat of power and just calm and collected. And I was like, fuck yeah, I am. That is how I feel. And that is how I am being embodied right now. It felt really, really validating. Like I was like, yes. Wow. I'm so jealous. I feel like if I pull the card right now, and, it would be like... And, and there's this little crab that comes out of the water that's like at the base of his throne and it represents the cancer. My dad is a cancer. And I just had this like really positive experience of just like this little crab. It's like he can be there. He can be in the scene, but he's at the cool. bottom and he's in the corner and he's small. And it's just like you're here... But it's all good. Like you're not like oh, a yeah. huge crab like taking over my yeah. head. Like you're just like in your little corner and I can kick you into the water if I need, but you're fine for now. Yes. Really I like awesome. love that for you. I'm just gonna like yeah. give myself a card too at this moment. Okay. Oh, uh, I got the Ten of Cups. Harmony, it says. How beautiful. We love the Ten of Cups. Harmony is exactly what I need right now. That reminds me we should call Harmony. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. And I have this little stone that I've had for years that says Harmony on it. And I realized the reason that I have it is because of my relationship with her. Isn't that so funny? I oh sent her a picture of it one time. That is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm back on the on the front. And you were in the middle of saying some beautiful, lovely things about transpersonal, and I just ruined yes. it. Well, you didn't ruin it. Just things happened. Just some things happened in between. So I was saying, I remember what I was saying, that transpersonal psychology and counseling is the the next step. It's taking the integration of modern therapy, talk therapy, and then it's pushing it past if you have yourself and you have your identity, what is that in the collective? What is that to your higher potential, to your higher purpose, to your higher power? And that energy space is where we are all connected, like collective consciousness or you said you mentioned um, – Unity consciousness. So it's not just staying in the individualized experience of self, but it is what it's extending beyond that so that healing also brings us back to what we are inherently meant to be, which is a part of community. What I, as you were talking, I was realizing like you and I are essentially falling into these different dimensions of extending beyond the self because you were t- have been talking a lot about community and like col- and the collective as in other human beings and I've been really in this vein of like um our spiritual connectedness like our energetic dimensional mm-hmm. connectedness to our different levels our past and our present selves and our future selves and our karmic bonds and our intergenerational things and I really like so like I love the idea of the word transpersonal because it covers both 
And they're both so important. Yeah. yeah because I think that saying that spiritual, saying that it's just spirituality kind of eliminates that whole part that is so important to you. And it's also like valuable to me, but you've been feeling it really strongly, which is cu mm -hmm. culture, community, the people that we're with and our identity, our, our group, the, 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 the connectedness we feel to other people and the empath, like our empathy and our collective mm -hmm. like, grief um, when there's like horrible things happening that is mm -hmm. also so transpersonal and it's not woo woo spirit spirit like but yeah. they're they're all part of the same thing and I think that that is such yeah. a to me such a unfortunate um minimization of the idea of transpersonal when it's just about like non-ordinary states of consciousness it's like no what about mm -hmm. the deep resonance we feel with people that are from like that have the same ethnic background of, as us or the same cultural background or like the same from the same location or just social locations all of these things ah confirmation chills it's whole so body exciting. chills <laughs> <sighs> yes Thank you so much yeah. for saying that. Oh, yes. Let's <laughs> let's just like take this natural like shift into talking about our lenses, our two different lenses as transpersonal counselors. Um, which you just kind of gave a little so into. It's good. Thank you, King of Cups. It's a good day. <laughs> Yes, King of Cups, bringing it oh, Thank you, King of Cups. Yeah, you go first. I mean, I did. I showed you. I showed you the other cards that I pulled. Right, it was. I think you sent me a picture. Oh yeah, you did because crazy. one of them was also was the Empress, High Priestess, like, Justice, and priestess. Star. Like, yeah, what? High Priestess upside down, Justice and Star, and I like did a whole fucking reading on that and was like, that's why I'm ready. That's why I'm ready. Yeah. I am yeah. fully in my power and so ready. Okay. Segway. So my lens, which I'm starting to realize it's really coming, it's getting activated and it's coming back. It's like I have a bachelor's degree in sociology. A lot of my younger years was really like entrenched in activism and being in the nonprofit world and being a part of community work and doing both like being being a witness to communities that I was not a part of to learn and understand and then also being uh, an educator too so like being being educated and being an educator so because of everything that's happening with Palestine right now, this genocide that's actively taking place, there's so much getting brought back up in me about what my place is as a activist or an ally or a teacher in social justice and what role that plays in my transpersonal counseling. And so like you kind of named, it's really about working with the individual through a healing experience, including all elements of what their identity is, their social, emotional location, their um, 
their, like you said, their generational history, their, what they're born into, what roles they're born, born with. Um, and doing also like group facilitation of processing things like in community that, that felt really big for me yesterday. Like I realized I do want to be doing community work, healing in community, like active healing through movement, through play, through art, through expression. But then I always feel that the missing piece is there's not a group process at the end of a lot of these things. And we need to bear witness to one another's healing and learn from each other through sharing what your emotional experience was when you danced, when you cooked a meal together when you Mm. played I don't know frisbee in the park or whatever so it's including all of these experiences that we have as people with our interests with our passions with our hobbies which with anything that's kind of bringing us out of just our individualized work state and bringing that to the the counseling and the healing relationship. So it's like including all. It's including all, but it's including all of what's on this plane, you know? Yeah. Where yeah. I feel like yours is like, go. Please. <laughs> um, wait, so, so I just launched into what then I'm bringing in. Yeah, so yours is sort of your almost your body's identities Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. what what this physical body holds it's Mm -hmm. kind of and I think that like I've been thinking about how our souls also hold identity and connections Mm -hmm. so like our Mm -hmm. bodies entanglements are with our parents, our family members, our community, our social location, all of these physical locations, our ethnicity, our race, et cetera, et cetera. And the intergenerational things that pass down versus mm-hmm. our soul is connected to things karmically. So what's been coming up for me is like entanglements. I call them entanglements, but it's essentially like understanding that what's happening to us in this plane is not actually only happening to us on this plane. And we have connections to like our karmic past, our soul's path past. We have like a mission, like a whole spiritual identity and that there are things happening to us energetically that aren't happening in the physical world as in, you know, someone who we might be not speaking to can very much still be energetically tied to us and anchored to us and in our physical space and causing us distress. And for me, that's what just Mm -hmm. has always got me going is these really, yeah. And I, I done a lot of family constellations. That's like really sweet work, but then just energetic work in general. So thinking about what our souls are, attached to or connected to or what's impacting us on a energetic spiritual level that Mm -hmm. 
is and often what I find is like when we're confused about what's happening in the real world I'm like I don't understand why I'm feeling so sad it's a lot of times something happening like in another quote-unquote dimension and I can talk forever about what I think dimensions are I don't think it's I think like every time we go to the past in our memory we time travel and we hit it go into another dimension so it's it's a lot easier to like shift dimensions than we and I could talk about that forever but that's I think it's like that's what just really gets me going and that seems to be what I'm best at identifying for people is energetic and spiritual entanglements attachments blocks rigidity karmic deaths contracts to other beings past present future it's all happening right now and so I think I'm just ready to come out of the closet as a crazy (laughs) not 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 as crazy no just as like I'm there's so much more happening than we think there is and when we're just on this level of like oh this is your symptom it's like Mm. yeah so just these you're ready to come out of the closet as what (laughs) as no just as like um I think it's like I'm just gonna stop pretending that it's not spirit (laughs) Mm. Mm mm-hmm so like an intuitive energy yeah counselor healer healer yeah like I have I don't know the yeah yeah I'm hesitant I'm very hesitant to use certain ways of describing the path that I think are yeah being thrown around too cavalierly but essentially Mm. working in a you know just Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I'm mentioned st- family constellations, and I wonder if you could give just like a brief description or rundown of what that is, because I think a lot of people don't aren't familiar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Family constellations is like a beautiful group modality where essentially there's like a focus person who is essentially like the quote unquote client. So there's the facilitator, then there's the focus person, and the other members of the group stand in as representatives of members of the family of that focus person. And it's not always family, but just for this description, I'm just going to talk about the family. So the people in the group would represent, would stand in as the mother, the father, the person themselves, grandparents, great-grandparents, in order to identify some family dynamic that needs to get worked through that's that is energetically affecting the focus person and it's a really cool intuitive work because actually the people who are representing are essentially channeling but basically just letting their own intuitive wisdom guide their portrayal And the idea behind the whole practice is it's sort of like a group intuitive energy process where the, this person's internal mental state gets represented and it's always really magical actually. So I, it's, it's, it's hard to describe, but essentially what happens is when you're chosen to represent someone without fail, the, the focus person will be like, 
I didn't tell them, didn't tell you that, but you sounded exactly like my sister or exactly like my dad all the time. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is just that Mm -hmm. collective unconscious, like collective consciousness thing where we can actually access information um, through our bodies when we get our own kind of thinking out of the way. So it ends up being really just a cool way of processing energetic entanglements. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like group work. Highly encourage yeah. it for anyone who is interested in doing a family constellation. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. The one thing I do want to say I- is that spirituality can be like a really difficult It's just, you know, spirituality is a lot of different things right now. Some people might immediately associate that with religion, organized religion, or some dogma that was enforced upon them. Some might immediately associate spirituality with people who are just taking and borrowing ideas from wisdom traditions and using them for capitalism like there's kind of there's kind of also some icky stuff going on with spirituality and yeah I think it can be tough to have this lens and this education and transpersonal counseling where you're we are always trying to honor like the foundation of where these wisdom traditions and belief systems have come from and tune into the fact that like it's inherently part of just being a human, but there is a cultural yeah. element to it because there has been a taking and a colonizing yeah. and a and a weaponizing. Um and and the modern spirituality like movement can be a little cringe. It can it can be a little cringe for me sometimes. I'll speak from my experience that I am a white yeah. person who was educated at this private Buddhist psychology college. And I love everything that that gave me. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's just a part of my identity that I navigate is like how to gracefully be doing this work and honoring where a lot of these ideas and ideologies have come from and not just like taking it without truly learning. Did that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And it just reminds me basically like I, it once it makes me want to say if we are closing this first episode that we have a lot of plans about things that we want to expand throughout this podcast. And one of the things that we really, that we are, we are planning to do an episode on is colonization and appropriation in the world of transpersonal and also those concepts viewed transpersonally. I think it's really, really important and absolutely like, um, so I don't know exactly. I don't, I, I think you did a really good job of just honoring that component. And it reminded me of like, I think that's happening a lot with psychedelics. We were just saying that we're not going to really mention that that's going to get its own episode probably Mm -hmm. because of all the dynamics and that work does 
fall under transpersonal more so probably than mm-hmm. earlier other kinds of psychology. So yeah, I think I have a lot of feelings, but I think you just, mm-hmm. you named all the things that needed to be named and we can expand. The thing that I was going to mm-hmm. say though, is that like, yeah, all I felt was like, what's been happening for me is if people are like, what do you do? I'll be like, Oh, I'm a counselor. And then they'll be like, Oh, what kind of like what kind of counseling? And I'll be like transpersonal counseling, and then people will be like, "What?" And mm-hmm. like for sim- put simply for everyone, I think yes, saying like it's kind of where spirituality and psychology meet is sort of simple enough for people to mm-hmm. grasp. But it's just yeah, it's not the total. It just doesn't doesn't cover all the bases. But in a lot of ways, yeah. we're still doing counseling yeah yeah we just it's it's just like we don't stop there we just don't yes we don't stop there well i mean yeah we have a lot to say about the mental health system in terms of yes that'll be another episode too just wanting you'll be functional enough to participate in capitalism (laughs) can you work then you're healthy are you not able to work? Then you're a problem. Yeah. <laughs> More episodes to come. We have much to yes. say about mental health and healing, what transpersonal means. But I feel like we did a really good job this episode. Yeah, I think it was good. And Found I've been it. calmed by Avery's King of Cups presence at the moment. <laughs> I'm so glad because you know what? I was calmed by it that I was calmed by that identification and was just like uh, I have no arguments here this is this is right uh, yeah I feel peace. I love you and I love doing this work with you and having these I love you too this I honestly am glad I, I feel so much more at peace with a shorter episode we should probably try to keep it around this yeah. length I think it's yeah I think healthier it's good. for us <laughs> Avery mm-hmm. and I are both working on brevity <laughs> In our lives. <laughs> you know, there's a lot I'm working on actually. Let's what are you what are you what are you working on? What am I working brevity? on? I'm working brevity. Brevity and um brevity and um worth, self-worth, like in a lot of different dynamics just self-worth has been up for me for a couple months now that one's always big but in terms of like getting paid putting myself out there believing that Mm. I have value yeah Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot in there I feel like resistance to stepping into leadership has (laughs) been (laughs) Just that is kind of in your there MO, though. <laughs> That's been there for a minute. That's what I'm working with. Yeah. We're all just waiting for you to get your shit together, Avery. <laughs> you know what? Clay sent me a video yesterday and he was like, I just feel like I really need to be encouraging and supporting you right now because you're meant to do these like great things. And I was like, 
couldn't come at a better time, Clay. And also, and you were like, <laughs> I've been really wanting to be in community. I want to be with my people. And yesterday, Brenna was like, maybe you need to invite them together into the space. Like, I was like, uh, Avery, I think everyone is just waiting for you. To- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what? It's, that's the assignment. I, for real, I said I was ready. I I think the deal is like, though, and to make this like universal, it's you and it's also what's happening on what's, what's the vibe of the planet right now. People are like, need to get into gear. I want to be on my assignment. I'm ready. And if you are on your assignment, it's coming as like a lot of motivation to keep working. But if you're not, in, on a tra- trajectory that your soul wants you to be on, it's coming in as barriers and discomfort and annoyance and get me out of mm. this job. And if you're feeling get me out of this job, mm. you should probably leave that job. Your soul wants get you out. to the assignment that you need to be on. And I understand that it's easier said yeah. than done, but ultimately. Ultimately not. I actually think staying in suffering is always much harder than leaving doing the thing you're meant to do. Yeah. 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 All the pain that comes from being on the path is tolerable pain. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not even that bad. It's really just discomfort. It's just discomfort. No, when you're in Yeah, when you're in pain and you're in in suffering in let's say like a soul's purpose way, it hurts when you're not doing the thing you're meant to be doing. Yeah. I saw this thing that was like, if you're in a toxic work environment, it's going to change you much faster than you're going to change it. So leave. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I was like, we're going to bring that back for our get out of the mental health system podcast episode. (laughs) Okay, perfect. And I feel like Perfect. I do feel like I feel like we have to wrap it up, but also, yeah, just yeah, so that we feel good, like it's a good conclusion. This was mm-hmm. great. Well done, Avery. This is great. I can really getting a well sense done, of your Brenna. Power, I'm so proud of you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I agree. I'm proud of you too. Did <laughs> you, you like that one? That. I agree. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for saying thank you for saying that I agree. Okay. I know. I know. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Everything about this episode is perfection. (laughs) That's all I have to say. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I love you. This is a great end. And we to our listeners, we will be back soon. And yes. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Amen. All right, peace. The vision of Always Be Collective is of an inclusive, innovative, and intuitive healing practice that uses wisdom from the mind, body, heart, and spirit. We strive to establish a community of mental health practitioners who share a common goal to expand beyond the limitations of the current mental health care system. We provide services aimed towards individual and collective healing. You can visit us at alwaysbecollective.com.